You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, I'm so grateful for the privilege to spend a few minutes together with you on this Wednesday as we pursue God. And by the way, if you think this podcast or video would be meaningful to someone you know, uh, I just hope you'll share it with them, point them to it. Uh, That'd mean a lot. So we're talking this week about how to be led by the Spirit of God. And we learned yesterday that the Spirit of God's guidance is not about personal success. It's more about personal transformation inside. After Jesus was baptized, the Bible says in Matthew 4, verse 1, that he was led by the Spirit, which we like that part. And then it says, into the desert to be tempted by the devil. And uh, I'm not so thrilled with that last part, are you? So over the years, I've learned that there are several things that contribute to being led by the Spirit. The one I want to focus on uh, at first seems to be kind of self-evident, but it's what many of us struggle with the most. If we're going to be led by the Spirit, we must be open to His leadings. If we're going to be led by the Spirit, we got to be open to His leadings. Jesus said in John 16, 13, But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all truth. When you become a follower of Jesus, God the Holy Spirit starts living in you, and one of the things He helps to do is to guide you. Now, typically, God doesn't give his guidance from heaven with like 3D technicolor vision with a Dolby surround sound booming voice from the clouds. I've been a follower of Jesus for over 50 years. I've never experienced his leading in that way. But many times in my life, almost on a daily basis, I've sensed God's gentle nudges. You know, it was 13 years ago after serving as a campus and teaching pastor at a church in the Chicagoland area for five years that Barbara and I began sensing the best use of my life and gifts and experience would be to invest the next era of my life as the senior pastor of a local church. And so we prayed and we sought God's direction and considered opportunities. Little did we know the Holy Spirit was stirring in the heart of the longtime pastor of Eastside and his wife at that time that it was time for them to make a transition. So after seeking God to guide that next step in our lives, we'd reached a point where we were just about to accept a fantastic opportunity to lead a church in the St. Louis area. We'd made multiple trips there, shopped for a house. And the day came where I was to tell them, you know, give them like my final answer. And I just couldn't say yes. I couldn't pull the trigger. After praying intensely, I just wasn't at peace about it. And I couldn't understand why, because I loved that church, the leaders, believed in their ministry and future, I just couldn't sense a green light from the Holy Spirit. So trying to stay open to the Spirit and not our own desires, I made the difficult call and told them we weren't coming. And I hung up the phone thinking, Gene, God is really up to something you can't understand or you just made the stupidest decision of your life. Exactly one hour later, I had an email from a friend, a text message actually, that said, confidential Southern California opportunity call me. I had no idea what church it was, but I called. And to be honest with you, when I heard the word east side, my heart skipped a beat at the thought of serving this church that had built so much into me when I was a 20-year-old intern. I mean, this church marked my life forever. You have no idea. And my heart started to beat fast about the opportunity to serve at east side. And in that moment, I knew why I had said no an hour earlier. 
Now, has the last 12 and a half years at Eastside always been easy? Have I always slept well, never faced hard times? Has it been free of difficult decision-making or even being hurt or criticized? Not at all. The past year maybe is the toughest of all. And when I look at what God is doing in this church, the lives that are changing, the vision we have for the future, when I look at the opportunities we have out ahead of us to redeem people far from God and to restore a broken world, I am just so thankful I was open to the Spirit's leading because I could have missed all this. I could have missed all of you. I love it when a plan comes together. So let me say it again. If we're going to be led by the Spirit, we must be open to His leadings. And I hope today you'll just open yourself to say like Samuel did so many years ago, God, your servant is listening. Well, God, I have the sense that you're much more willing and open to lead us than maybe we are to open ourselves to your leading. And so today I want to position myself, and I'm sure it's the prayer of many others today, to just say we want to position ourselves to you with a spirit of openness and to give room for your Holy Spirit to lead. Give us ears to hear, eyes to see, hearts to sense where you're nudging, where, we're, where you're leading. And I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Stay open to the Holy Spirit today, and I'll see you tomorrow.